Welcome to this special edition of Real Talk with Chuck and Pam. Hey, Chuck. How are you? I'm Peachy Keen. How about you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Good. Um, kind of a special day today. And the special day is because today was the 2023 Oscar nominations. Did you get up at 5 a.m. and watch it? I did not. I didn't either. Were you not excited by them? Ah, uh, you know, I used to be more excited about them, but you know, I realized that they're not going anywhere. I mean, <laughs> I wake up at seven, I wake up at eight. All I got to do is, you know, turn on my uh, phone and they're right there. So uh, they can wait for me now. Absolutely. I was looking at my news feed this morning. I actually forgot the nominations for today. I've had a lot on my plate the last few days. And I saw Jose Sanders, a friend and colleague of ours, who said he was up in his jammies doing a live broadcast. And I got to tell you, the guy looks dapper in his jams. <laughs> well, you know, not everyone can pull that off, but I know it's that Jose true. can. So good for him. And you know what? Sometimes, you know, there are things when you're with a major station like Jose is, sometimes those things are, uh, you know, not missable. I mean, having to get up that early to do that spot, I, I could pass on <laughs> well, let's talk. Uh, did you have a chance to look through them since you've been yes. awake this morning? Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Through are you happy, happy, sad, surprised in anything? Give me your uh, There's always a couple surprises. Uh, it unfortunately confirmed what I feared uh, regarding everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh -huh. uh, but yeah, a couple big surprises that could upset that apple cart. And I hope that it does, as you well know. And which one do you hope will upset the apple cart? Well, you know that I'm a big fan of um, Banshees of Inisherin, but I think there are two major surprises uh, in this list. And one of them is All Quiet on the Western Front. I was shocked. I mean, you and I know firsthand how Netflix spends their money on certain films that they get behind to promote for awards season. Uh, and we, of course, are the lucky recipients of that largesse. I mean, they had big events for White Noise, Pinocchio, Glass Onion, and Bardo. And none of those really cracked top lists. I know that Knives Out got a screenplay nod. Pinocchio got an animation nomination, and those were expected. But they, they didn't get behind All Quiet on the Western Front at all. I know. At all. And this thing pulls in nine nominations. Are you kidding me? I I quite agree. I was I think that was the biggest surprise, followed by um, Triangle of Darkness. You know what? That one uh, has has a cult following, but I didn't think it was enough of a following to get it nominated for Best Picture. So that was kind of a surprise too. But back to All Quiet on the Western Front, that could be the one that upsets everything everywhere. I mean, for it to have that many nominations, and you've got to remember, the Academy, despite the fact that it's allowed a lot of new members in, it still skews older. Mm -hmm. This could be the thing that 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 is uh, that they'll rally around. And it also skews male. Very and much. I think that kind of goes along with the all quiet on the Western Front theme. Well, yeah, but it's just a good film as well. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's rough, it's well done. It's I, I think it's a good film. Uh, what would be weird is the first film version of this won the Best Picture Oscar in 1930. Right, right. So to come around again and win again would be really something. 
That would be interesting. Um, you know, and you take a look at the rest of the, let's let's say what the best picture nominations are besides All Quiet and Everything Everywhere All at Once. Your favorite, The Banshees of Inna Sharon, Avatar, The Way of Water, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once that got, I think, 11 nominations. Beats the, the pack with 11, inexplicable. <laughs> the Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun. We already mentioned tri Triangle of Sadness and Women Talking. Um, more than 50% of these movies are like big movies. Let's talk about Avatar and Top Gun. Man, those were audience pleasers, big commercial hits, especially for this last year. And first time two sequels have made it in the same year uh, as Best Picture nominees. And some people were a little surprised that Black Panther didn't crack that top 10 as well. Another huge box office success. Right. But yeah, you know, and... With the Academy expanding to 10 nominations every year now, now there's going to be room to give a nod to these big budget things. Neither one are the best film of the year. I think everyone knows that. But, you know, the film industry is in trouble right now. And they need to promote that, uh, give, a, give a nod to these big films that are, had kept really theaters open. Those two right. more than any others and Black Panther they sustained theaters this year. Without them, they were in big trouble. So I'm not really surprised by those nods. Okay. Um, anything that you are particularly rooting for as far as like maybe best actor or actress? Well, I got to tell you, um, best actor is going to be a lot of fun this year because it could be either Frazier or Butler or Farrell. I don't think there's a front runner at this point. The fact that The Whale was not nominated for best picture hurts Frazier a little bit. Okay. And it kind of goes in line with what we've said all along. Great performance, not such a great movie. Right, right. And, um, and bears that out. I, I love seeing Causeway at least being mentioned here with Brian Tyree Henry as the nod for best actor in a supporting role. Um, I, You and I both have a special place in our heart for Causeway, and I was glad to see it at least be acknowledged with his nomination. I agree. I agree, but it should have gotten more. You know, I, yeah. I mean, I've got a list of a couple of movies that I think should have gotten more, and I know you've got your own list as well. Right. Uh, that one as well. You know, I'm not a big fan of Jennifer Lawrence personally, but I thought she did an incredible job, and I think she should have been in that top five. Uh, I think the other surprise, though, I mean, the biggest surprise, other than All Quiet, is that Best Actress, uh, two Best Actress nominations, Ana de Armas for Blonde. She did a great job, but that movie is universally, I shouldn't say universally, but mostly hated. Oh, it, it is. It just got a Razzie. Yeah. So it's a tribute to her skill. And she did a great job. She did. It's a tribute to her that she they were able to separate her from the film and give her a nod. Good for her. And Andrea Riseborough. Yeah. Talk about a grassroots thing. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, I was reading about how people like Edward Norton Charlize Theron and other people in Hollywood were hosting screenings of this film to Leslie to really? promote Risebro, saying, this is the one you need to see. And I read an article in which the director said, we don't have enough money to even put an ad in Aww. Variety. And so this whole grassroots thing has uh, resulted in her being nominated. I think that's really cool. By the way, cool. Leslie, the film is on Amazon Prime. You can Wonderful. see it for seven bucks. I will be watching it this weekend. 
Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I'm I'm curious to see it as well. I might have a little free time on my hand this weekend to see mm -hmm. it. Um, and you know, let's. Uh, I I don't know. I just wasn't super excited about any of the nominations. To be honest with you, my list would have been totally different. And I I do have one question for you, Chuck. Yes. Are we betting again this year? As with every year, that's up to you. Okay, we're betting. We're going to do it. One of these years, one of these years, Chuck, I'm going to win. You know, this could be the year. Could be. Because you know I hate everything everywhere. <laughs> and if you go with those and they sweep the table, you could be the winner. I, I could be. I have hope yet, right? <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I guess as far as omissions, uh, Paul Dana not being cited for the Fablemans and the supporting actor, I think was a bit of a surprise seeing as how everyone else was. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, uh, Michelle Williams being best actress instead of best supporting actress was a little bit of a surprise. It's always interesting how they delineate those top, those categories, you know? Right, right. And uh, did you see uh, After Sun? Did you get to I that? I haven't seen it yet, no, have you? Yeah, I told you you needed to watch it so you could explain it to me. Yeah, I'll I'll keep you posted on that one. Again, I might have time this weekend. I mean, Paul Mescal being a nominated for Best Actor again, that's kind of out of left field as well. Okay. Uh, I would I was almost expecting Cruz to sneak in there just as another nod to the big budget thing. And I know you were a big proponent of Adam Sandler this year. I was, I was, and the nurse, nothing there either. Yeah, you know, I, again, we could go through that. The good nurse, nothing. Yeah. The manager, nothing. Um, Babylon, only technical things, but I know that I'm kind of in the minority on that film. Um, so yeah, I mean, there. I'm sure a few others will emerge as we pick through this list, but those are the big ones as far as uh, things that, that that were overlooked. Yeah, and I, I do find it quite interesting that um, Anna de Armas for Blonde was nominated when that movie just got a Razzie. It just seems like, when you have that bad of a movie, how do you do that? And then Tom Hanks, man, he got slammed at the Razzies this year. Did you read everything about that? Well, remember, the Razzies does a lot, do a lot of that simply for publicity. Yeah. So if they nominate Tom Hanks twice, that's going to get a headline. And that's one of the reasons why they did it. Three, oh, they three times? Yeah, yeah, but three. Pinocchio, um, uh, worst actor for Disney's Pinocchio, not to be um, right. With uh, the Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio, uh, worst supporting actor in Elvis, and then worst scene ever. Along his, his facial prosthetics, they called them ludicrous, along with his accent in Elvis. Ow, 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 ow is right. That was harsh. Well, again, they do it for the headlines. I'm sure that Mr. Hanks' ego. Well, would be unsullied by all of this. Yeah, unsullied. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all right. On that happy note, do you have anything to add? Otherwise, we'll call it a day on uh, Oscar. No, no, but I would say one thing. What? Great. Well, a couple of things. Great to see Bill Nye be nominated as Best Actor. Okay. I'm glad that was not uh, overlooked. And the Best Foreign Film this year. And those nominees, that's a really uh, strong slate of films. And I would encourage people to uh, look for those. All Quiet on the Western Front, Argentina, 1985, are both on, on Netflix. Close, 
I know you love that and I'm yes. looking forward to it. Yep. There's a film called The Quiet Girl that we have in our neon box. Oh, we do. Okay. That, um, looks to be quite strong as well. And then EO is about a donkey. Gotta watch and, that. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I would say, you know, look look for these best uh, foreign films. I don't think you're going to be disappointed. I'm going to catch up on them. I like the ones I've seen so far. So, uh, you know, the international film category is always an interesting one. And generally, I'm right on top of those. Um, I was very upset not to see The Good Boss on this list because that truly is, it's my number two film of the year. And to not even have it be mentioned in the Oscars was heartbreaking. Well, and then also the comedy with um, Penelope, Penelope Cruz and uh, Javier Bardem. Right, right. Or no, or was it Banderas? Antonio Banderas. Uh, was it official competition? Yes, 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 yes. Oh my gosh, that was an amazing movie as well. I forgot. That over as well. So yeah. there's no rhyme or reason to this. Nope, not that we can figure out. And since we are not voting members of this, we are only voting members for, I don't know, a couple of other places like Critics' Choice. I guess we'll just have to sit back and relax. And Chuck, do you know when they're going to be announcing the winners of the, what number are we on? 95th. 95th oh my gosh 95th academy awards in 2023 it's going to be on sunday march 12th mm -hmm. that would be correct put it down on your calendar we will be there yes and i'm thinking already as to uh our bet yeah me too. How does me too. <laughs> i think we should just like i'll make a little sash and then we'll you know You'll have to, whoever loses has to wear the shaft, the, the sash on, <laughs> on WCAA. Sash of shame. Sash of shame. Try and say that times real fast. Sash of shame, sash of shame. That's rough. We're going to have, rough. I'm going to make it. I've got, I've got gold and velvet material. I'm making that. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> I think okay. that's a little bit better for my palate. Okay, coward. That's fine. <laughs> All right, Chuck, enjoy your lunch. Thanks for taking time to talk about the 95th Academy Award nominations of 2023. Good night.